Welcome to the Created to Thrive podcast, where we dive into topics that empower you to embrace your divine purpose and live life to the fullest. Hi, I'm your host, Lori K. Snyder, and for today's episode, we have a very special guest joining us. She's going to discuss the importance of birthing hope, empowering families to thrive and make well-informed decisions. Our guest is a personal friend, Dr. Kathy Tagg, and she's a chiropractor who specializes in helping moms and babies. And she's driven by her passion to see families thrive. And she will share her wisdom on navigating the birthing journey, understanding the supernatural aspects of conceiving and pregnancy because she herself had to wait 16 years to finally have the birth of her first child. And then within two years, she had her second. She also is an advocate to help people understand what their options are, as well as find healing and hope for those who have had challenging birth experiences. It's also the Created to Thrive 100 podcast episode. And so I will be announcing an exciting giveaway of Dr. Kathy's new book called Birthright. It's time to embrace the hope and power that comes from including God in your pregnancy and birthing process. So listen now for an inspiring and transformative conversation. All right, my friends, welcome back to the Created to Thrive podcast. I am so excited today. It is our 100th episode of the podcast, and I am celebrating with my good friend that I have as a guest here, and she's been on the podcast before, Dr. Kathy Tagg, and today we're going to talk about birthing hope. I have known Kathy for uh, 18 years and more, and she is a chiropractor. She's been my personal chiropractor. She specializes in helping moms and babies especially, and her and her husband actually have a practice together, and it's Kathy Tag, and so they are known as the Tag Team, and they live in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Kathy was actually on my podcast before in episode 38, and I highly encourage you to go to listen to that, and that is titled Believing and Waiting in faith to receive God's promises. And Kathy shares her, her remarkable birth story of waiting 16 years for the first birth of their, their, um, their daughter, Faith, and then they had uh, another child shortly after that, Isaac. And her story is in there. And so I encourage you, if you are believing God for a miracle for your family, then this will really inspire you and give you hope and practical uh, tools to be able to stand in faith. So go to episode 38. But today, my friend Kathy Tag is going to help me celebrate. And first of all, Kathy has recently written a book called Birthright, Discover God's Best for Your Birth Experience. So today for the 100th episode, we are going to be giving away one of Kathy's books to one of you listeners. And listen to the end because we'll give you the instructions at the end on how you can be entered in to win a copy of Kathy's book. So without further ado, I want to uh, bring back my good friend, Kathy Tag to the podcast. So welcome, Kathy. Thank you, Lori. Thank you so much for having me. It's always so much fun to be with you. And one of the things that I always enjoy is time spent with you. Yes, you are one of my best friends. And no matter my multiple moves, <laughs> you have always been there thick and thin for me. And I actually got to experience from a distance 
the miracle of, of faith and, and just kind of being just a little bit of that journey with you. So today, let's talk about your book and this birthing hope. How is birth relevant to the Created to Thrive podcast? Well, we were created to thrive. That's how God made us. And we want to be able to have a strong beginning. And so, you know, women have babies every day, but usually women don't have babies all the time, meaning, you know, I've had two babies. (laughs) Some people have had, you know, five, six, seven. We know that. They're probably a little bit more familiar, but for the most part, uh, if you're expecting or if you're thinking about expecting, you may only do that once or twice in your lifetime. And it's a major event. And you may not think that, you know, because every you know that women have babies every day, you're just like, oh, yeah, women have babies every day. What's to think about? But there's actually quite a lot to think about. And um, one of the things that most women don't realize is that there was a statistic that came out in 2020 on infant mortality. And the United States, where we live, was ranked number 50 out of 195 other developed countries. So that means that 49 other countries would have a better chance of your baby surviving the birth, Hmm. which is kind of surprising. I would think that's kind of surprising because, you know, we don't hear about that, and but we are seeing things where our babies are starting life with deficits. We know that kiddos have allergies. I mean, when I was growing up, you did hear about allergies, but it seems like, you know, this one has an allergy to nuts, and this one has an allergy to eggs, and this one has an allergy to dairy. And so the, there's those kind of things. There's um, autism statistics as well. Mm -hmm. And so what people may not realize is that all of this could possibly be preventable if we did our birthing a little bit different. Hmm. Interesting. And, And I know, you know, I have twins and, you know, my birth experience is very different from everyone I talk to. In fact, I was just talking to someone a couple of weeks about, (laughs) about, the difference of my birthing because my twins are 55 minutes apart where normally twins are five minutes apart and so my whole like anything that I read to prepare me could not prepare me and I didn't know how to make choices that were well informed I was just really reactive more than being proactive so I love what you're doing because we were not created just to survive we were meant to thrive and so you have written a book to help people one, know the different options that they have and how to go from just a survival mindset to that thriving mindset. So what would you say that a mom should know before having a baby? There's lots of things that she should know. <laughs> I think there's movies and books and all that. But. but, you know, it's also one of those life experiences that if you've never done it before, you really don't know what it is until you're going through it. Mm-hmm. And so, but... To point out, most people, unless they have some kind of other influence telling them they should think about it otherwise, a lot of people just go ahead and they sign up for their hospital birth and they go to their uh, OBGYN appointments 
and they think that that's enough. Like, okay, I, I got checked out. They do the testing. Okay, it gets closer to having the baby. I go to the birthing class, and the birthing class tells me about all the things that could happen during the birth, meaning, okay, well, this is what the epidural is about, and this is what the Pitocin is. And then, oh, you know, you may or may not need a C-section. And so the acceptable rate for a C-section, um, according to the World Health Organization, if you still listen to them, <laughs> is about 8%, okay? Mm -hmm. So about 8% would be an acceptable occurrence of C-section rate. Well, in the United States, it's almost closer to 50%. Wow. And so, and people will say, well, what's the big deal even about a C-section? Mm. Well, that seems easy, right? Mm. We need to have a C-section. The baby needs to come out. It's not happening uh, through the um, normal passage. And so it's like, okay, well, we're just going to go ahead and make an opening and the baby will come out and that will be that. But there's a whole process that happens through the birth canal where the baby's head gets molded. There's surfactant that is pushed out of the lungs. There's a whole bunch of different things that happen to strengthen the baby. And if you don't allow the baby to go through the birth canal, you're taking those experiences away from the baby and they don't have a chance to get stronger before they come out. Hmm. So, yeah, so there's lots of different options. So, um, you know, hospital birth didn't become popular until the 1920s. Hmm. And so that leaves a whole lot of history where women weren't having the babies at the hospital. Mm -hmm. And yet, yeah, we had population, right? So it did work. <laughs> um, but today we do have the best of both worlds, right? Because I'm not trying to condemn anyone that um, has had those procedures done at all. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that there's better ways to prepare yourself so maybe you won't even have to go through those things because it's very difficult or can be difficult for a mom with a C-section to heal from that. Mm -hmm. um, the baby, statistically, if they have a C-section, has are more prone to allergies and asthma. Hmm. And so it all has a cause and effect. And so to make sure that you have the options, you don't know what the options are if you just say, oh, yeah, women have babies every day. I'm just going to go to the doctor, and then I'm just going to do what they tell me to. Well, you might be very disappointed if you just settle for status quo. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times, even though we can Google something and, and everything is at you know basically our fingers to get information, it doesn't mean that we're well-informed. That's so true. So talk about... What are some of the options then that someone would have? I mean, obviously the hospital birth, but there are other options as well. Sure. So you can have a home birth, right? That is an option. They do have birthing centers that are kind of the best of both worlds, mm -hmm. where it's kind of like a home-like setting, but yet there's staff that are very well-versed in birthing. You have the midwives and the doulas and all the things. Even having a hospital birth with a doula is probably good to have an advocate mm -hmm. when you're there just mm -hmm. so that, because you're in a very vulnerable place when you're birthing. And if you have an advocate that is not 
intimately tied to you, let's say, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> father of the baby's with you, and, uh, you know, he, he should be emotionally tied to you. So sometimes you can't make the best decisions if you're just based on emotion. Mm-hmm. You have a third party there that kind of advocates for you, but advocates for you in an objective way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so, you know, when I talk about the stat of being 50th in infant mortality, you know, I just had um, a patient the other day come in and uh, with all the things that are going on in the world, right? She had a family member that they decided that they're going to have the baby at home. And she was just uh, communicating with me how that made her nervous. Mm-hmm. And so I had just said, well, I said, you know, I pointed out the fact that hospital births didn't become popular till the 1920s. And I, and I pointed out the fact of that statistic. And I said, well, they're probably going to be statistically better off having the baby at home. Hmm. So it kind of settled her down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I think too, that's a big statement of fear. Yes. Because as soon as you say home birth, that is going to instill a lot of fear in people because of different stories and scenarios and and what the narrative is against it. So talk about the different options with that. Actually, home birth people usually have thought things through a lot more than you give them credit for. So um, in my book, I talk about all the options and thinking about what could possibly happen. Because you could plan for home birth, and there could be a reason to transfer to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Learn or know how to recognize those things so that you can transfer to the hospital and it will be easy. Um, but what happens if you're planning on a hospital birth and you're one of those mamas that says, whoop, there it is. Like, <laughs> there, there was no time. <laughs> and, you know, like... It, it was so easy, and then the baby was just there. So, yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know, you can't just be like, oh, yes, we are going to plan this and schedule this just right. like we do on our, our cell phone. And, you know, right. we, <laughs> the baby doesn't work around your schedule. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot of control there. That's right. That's right. But it does happen. I mean, pe- women sure. will go out and check the mail and be like, whoa. Yeah. And there's the baby. So you have to know <laughs> how you're going to handle that as well. Yeah. Uh, yes. So it's all about educating yourself the best way you can. And also just knowing that no matter how much we prepare and study for things in life, life is still life. And there's things that happen that we're like, well, I didn't think it would be like this. And then it ends up being a totally different way. And so that's where it is so important to know that God wants to be included. Yeah, yeah. He wants to be included. And there's the Bible talks a lot about birthing. Mm-hmm. And I love that in your book, it's very scriptural, biblically-based perspective and gives you tools to be able to build your faith during the pregnancy as well as know how to be an advocate for yourself. And I've always wondered, we have wedding coordinators. We have people to help us in these major life decisions. Why don't we have birthing coaches? Or maybe we do. I mean, I know there's doulas, but sure. why aren't they part of our birthing experience? Because looking back to my twin pregnancy, boy, I wish I would have had that advocate because there's so many different options and choices. And I was looking at possibly having, you know, traditional birth and then a C-section, but then thankfully didn't have to. I had both natural, but 
just a wide span of apart. But then we had, you know, complications with me. And, and there's just, you're so, it's such a confusing time because you're in so much pain. Yes. And you can't make decisions very well for yourself when you haven't had those, those thought out um, processes. So, yeah. So exactly. There's just like everything else in life, you get what you pay for. And I'm not saying that you have to have a whole bunch of money uh, to have the best birth possible. I'm not saying that. And actually, doulas are pretty affordable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just to know, like, oh, yeah, I may want a doula. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even to go through the process of just self-examining yeah. yourself and just going before the Lord and saying, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm going to get ready to have a baby here. What? do I need to know, what do you need to show me mm-hmm. that I may not know about myself? It's a very um, intimate and um, revealing journey. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you have a book that helps people walk through that. What would you say to the mom that's already had a bad experience to go from a fear or doubt to a faith excited, hopeful journey for a new birthing experience? Well, I would say, you know, um, that God cares about your story. And however you need to heal from that, whether you need to journal about that, whether you need to talk to friends about it, however you need to communicate what happened to you and your baby or whatever, what you liked, what you didn't like. But God wants to heal you from that experience. Just because one experience was a certain way doesn't mean that you are not qualified to have a better experience the next time around. Doesn't mean that. And um, yeah, so there's, I have lots of stories over the years of moms that have, yeah, they were pregnant and they went ahead and had the baby at the hospital and um and then they got pregnant again and they were dreading having the second baby because they had all this fear around oh my goodness but it was this way for that one and Mm -hmm. um and i i'm expecting the same thing again because that's my only reference point of like this is what happens so this is what always happens again we don't do this every day right and so um, I would say there's always hope mm-hmm. and God is a healer and he's still healing. And if you're willing to go through that process of writing down and just going over what happened and then thinking about, well, how could have it been better? Mm-hmm. Right. You can actually say, okay, well, that didn't turn out right. And how could have that been better? Mm-hmm. And find the answers. If you search the matter out, God will show it to you. Mm-hmm. And whether it's in the natural or in the Bible. Yeah. And that's where really learning to partner with God's word and the Holy Spirit to really show you how he wants to bring healing to you and hope for the future. So, Kathy, would you pray for the woman right now that maybe she is longing to be a mom like you were waiting 16 years having gone through a miscarriage when you know at 14 
your waiting period. And then finally, at 16 years of waiting, finally did birth hope or birth faith, sorry, (laughs) your hope. Yes. um, But then also someone that has already had a birthing experience, they have already had a child, but maybe they're dreading, like you said, that that next one of, of that experience, but that there could be other options and God wants to rewrite that story and redeem that that um, bad memory or that traumatic experience. Would you pray for them? Sure. Sure. So, um, Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have created us to thrive mm-hmm. and that you have given us certain desires placed in our hearts and for the moms-to-be that aren't moms-to-be yet the ladies that are desiring to have a baby and they're struggling, Lord, I just pray blessing and favor over them. I pray for the, um, I pray for them to be able to rest in you Mm -hmm. and not feel like they have to do it out of their own strength because conception, pregnancy, and birth are all supernatural events, and it can't be done without you. Mm -hmm. So for the ones that uh, are still trying to do it on their own strength, Lord, I just pray that they surrender to your leading and just rest in the fact that you are for them Mm -hmm. and remind them, Lord, that if Sarah can have a baby at 90 years old, guess what? They probably still have plenty of time. Mm-hmm. Encourage them, Lord. And Father, I pray for the ladies that have had bad birth experiences. Maybe their babies have a deficit because of the birth experience and that they haven't totally healed from that event. Lord, I just pray that they give that to you, that they don't try to carry it anymore. I pray that you show them that you care, and I pray your healing presence, your healing touch over them and their family, and I just speak hope and blessing so that they can look to the future and not let their past experience define them. Don't let that past experience hold them back, Lord. There's always hope. And Father, we thank you. You're such a good God. And we praise your holy name in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that, Kathy. And, you know, I just want to remind everyone that Jesus came to bind up the brokenhearted, those fractured places in your heart to bring healing and to bring hope for a brighter future. And it's really truly in him that you're going to find that redemption and that restoration. And there is hope and healing for any situation. And so I just encourage you to um, seek him first. And then, Kathy, in your book, you do such a great job of giving um, scripture and biblical examples of women like Sarah, that it is our birthright as his children to have 
that family and to have his best experience. And so you are advocating that for people and giving them a source uh, of not just information, but um, that practical and spiritual truth that is going to help them have that supernatural to where they don't have to have that painful experience even that that can it truly can be a supernatural birthing experience absolutely so anything else you want to add um i would just say don't give up (laughs) no matter what season you're finding yourself in if you're still waiting for the babies if you're just uh disappointed or frustrated with um, how things have been going, don't give up and keep your eye on the Lord because he will direct you in the way you should go. And to just remember, you know, um, I just want to make people aware that with God, all things are possible and your story is your story God cares for you, and it's not over yet. Yeah. And you are living proof of that. So <laughs> I'm so thankful for you and, and being being who you are and what you offer. And I can tell you, you have helped so many people, um, especially women, that, and I know, and you've told me so many stories. And so I just want to encourage everyone to go to the birthright or go grab the book, uh, the birthright. How can they get the the book? If you go to our website, um, tagteam.com, it's our last name. Our last name's um, tag with an I in it. So T-A-I-G-T-E-A-M.com. You will be able to find the link for my book. That's probably the easiest way. Yeah. And I'll have that in the show notes as well. So All right, Kathy has been so gracious to give one of her books away to you, the listener. So here's how you can get entered into the drawing for uh, her book, Birthright. So first of all, you can either share it on social media and or email me that you've shared it. So if you're not on social media, just share it on your email, but screenshot that and tag me if it's on social Tag me at Lori K. Snyder, and that's L-O-R-I-K-A-Y-S-N-Y-D-E-R. Tag me on social media, Lori K. Snyder. And, um, or if you are going to email me, you've got to screenshot it so I know that you, you shared it. Or if you email me, you can email me at Lori at Lori K. Snyder.com. And I'll have all this in the show notes as well so it's easy for you. So you either share it on social or through your email, but screenshot that, or you can go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review, and you will then screenshot your review so I know that you left me a review, who you are, and then again, tag me on social media at Lori K-A-Y Snyder, or email me that screenshot at Lori at Lori K Snyder dot com. So that's a lot of information there. But I want you to be entered into doing that. And if you do both, if you do the screenshot on social media and then you screenshot your Apple podcast review, you get 
two entries into a drawing. So I want you to um, to win this copy, and if not, I want you all to go get this. And I'm going to ask that you buy this for anyone that you know who is either pregnant, expecting to get pregnant, wanting to get pregnant, just to give them different um, options and advocate for them because we want families to thrive, not just survive and just have to go with the norm because that's what is what's always normal. We want them to have those choices. So again, tagteam.com for birthright and discovering God's best for your birth experience. So thank you for listening. We are so honored that you're here, and I'm just so excited that uh, I've been doing this for uh, for almost two years now, and I'm excited for uh, the next 100-plus episodes to come. And, um, yeah, I just am so thankful, and I'm honored that you are giving your time here to listen to this. As always, we want to uh, educate, equip, and empower you to thrive in all aspects of your life. We pray this blesses you. God bless.